Hello and welcome. I am super excited to have you here. I'm super excited for today's session. Um, man, I think one of my favorite things to do is to look at a year in advance and just get really clear. Here's a new year. It's a new fresh start and set some new goals, set some new targets, build a new plan and accomplish things that we haven't been able to accomplish before. And so what we're going to be doing today and really going deep on, on today's session is helping you build out your 2023 agency growth plan. And I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and I've been refining it and improving it over the years. We've got an amazing workbook for you guys. We've got a great session plan. Um, I really like to make these sessions interactive. We've got a lot of agency owners on today's session. I was kind of asking, you know, are you full service? Are you general? Are you niche? And we've got a great group, you know, pretty seasoned group here, agencies that have a niche selected, agencies that are full service, and some that are kind of moving down that track, moving down that path. Um, if you could, keep your webcams on. That way I can see you, I can hear you, and find the chat button. Find the chat button because that's going to be the main place where we're able to engage, we're able to answer your questions. Just type chat in the comments here if you're good to, to know exactly where to go to have those conversations. And that chat can be with me. I've got a number of our team members on here. And it's great because you guys can chat with each other. We've got a lot of really smart agency owners um, that are on here as well. Okay. Let me, let me get into the plan. Here's the plan for today. Here's what we're going to be doing. Um, number one, and really to, to me, if this is all we got done, it would be a very productive use of you guys' time, is we're going to set clear goals and targets for the year, right? Success is goals, all else is commentary. And so the clearer you can be on 2023, where do I want to end up? How many clients? How much recurring revenue? Um, that in and of itself has power. So that's the first thing we're going to do. The second thing we're, we're going to do is we're going to, Break those down because it's really hard to remain focused on a year as a whole. But when you chunk it down by quarter and by month, it you know, really is something you can sprint towards every single quarter, every single 90 days. So we're going to take the big goal and we're going to break it down by quarter. We're going to break it down by month. And then we're going to do what most of you haven't done and what most of you don't do is set the KPIs. So if the goal is to grow to you know, 2 million this year, or the the goal is to grow to 170,000 in monthly recurring revenue. What's it going to take from where you're at right now? What's it going to take in terms of activity, sales appointments, in terms of, you know, the marketing strategy that you put in place to make that a reality? And this is really where the rubber is going to meet the road, because we'll go from having a goal to actually having a realistic outcome that's going to be required to, to make that make that a reality. Um, from there, we're going to audit your business model a little bit, right? I really think it's important as you go into a new year, we always we, we, we have a moving target in terms of what we think is going to work in our business. And so we definitely want to spend some time to make sure we've got the best business model and that we've got all of the right foundation in place to really accelerate our growth. We're going to plan out and calendarize, right? Your, your, your cash flow follows your calendar, right? If you don't have it in the calendar, your prospecting, your sales, your business development, your you know, client retention strategies, it's not going to get done. So we're going to calendarize some of this stuff for you guys. And um, it's going to be a super powerful session. So this is the plan. I'm sure we'll be filling in gaps and other things as we go, but that's the main objective for today. Um, just give me a yes in comments if this sounds good, like this feels like it's going to be a good use of your time. Awesome. Okay, good. And again, Thank you guys for, for engaging with me in the comments. Bryson says, you know, pumped for this. Love it. Okay, a couple of, of 
housekeeping rules, right? We got a lot of people on here. So I want to make sure we have some, 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 some basic housekeeping things that we're putting in place. Number one is be here now, right? Close your other tabs, co concentrate on what we're doing in the, in the course of the next two to three hours. And it's going to be super productive. Like close, close your other tabs, shut down Facebook. If you've got that running power off your cell phone, just so you can be completely in the zone here in this session. The other thing I want to ask you to do is, is to definitely plan to put on your participant hat. There's very few things I'm going to share with you that are groundbreaking. I've never heard that. I've never seen that. And it'd be easy to be like, oh, I already know I need to set goals. And I already kind of have set some of these goals. And if you do that, you're not going to get the full outcome from today's session. But if you put on your participant hat and say, you know what? This is an opportunity to go deeper. This is an opportunity to flesh, to flesh this out further. You're going to get more from it. So just give me a one in the comments if you're good with that. Like we're going to put our participant hats on. We're not just going to sit here and listen to me speak. When I give you guys a worksheet to work on, you're going to crank away. You're going to get this done. And you're going to finish today's session with clear goals, clear targets, and a plan built for the year. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Appreciate that, guys. Um, and so, like we said, we're going to shut out our distractions and we're going to give this 100%. All right, so this is the workbook. I, I decided to keep this in Google Docs for you guys because it makes it really easy for you to modify it, for you to update it. So we're going to drop this into the comments right now. And what I want you guys to do is just pull this up real quick. I'll show you how to access it, how you're going to be interfacing with it. Um, and then we're going to we're going to dive right in. Um, Google Docs should not be new to any of you guys. When you click it, I'm going to share my screen here. When you click on the link, it's going to ask you to make a copy. And so just go make a copy. And what I'm going to encourage you to do is up in the top right-hand corner, rename it. So call it your agency growth plan dash your company name, right? Make this your own. So if this was me, I'd go file, make a copy. And it would say your 2023 agency growth plan dash, you know, your agency. Simple stuff, right? This is going to get you guys access to the workbook, which again is going to drive everything we do here today. Yeah, yeah we're going to we're going to try and record it. I says I can't make a copy. Clicking does not respond. David, make sure that you're logged in on Google because um, you're going to need to be on like logged in on Google in order to make that copy. The rest of you guys, give me a yes if you were able to make a copy of this. Um, all right. Interesting. If you click the link that we gave you, it should pull up the document and it already made a copy. And there's several hundred people, it looks like, that have already been able to make their copy. Um, all right, Kyle says it worked fine. One. All right, so the only reason it wouldn't work, as far as I can tell, would be um, potentially... I'm going to give you guys the direct link here. Hold on. There's a redirect link there. So yeah, there you go. Justin, thank you very much. Dropped in the, the, the Google Doc link directly. That should do it, guys. So I, I want to give you guys adequate time to get the workbook pulled up, you know, but I also want to keep keep things pressing forward. So um, iPhone 2 says it worked. Okay, good. I'm going to assume that you guys have your workbook open. You've renamed it to your agency name. So now this is your own that you can work with, you can play with. If you get stuck on this particular part, please let us know in the comments. You can tag Justin directly. Um, he will help you. You can tag Arnaldo directly. He'll help you. And, um, and we'll make sure that you've got access to the document.
Type G to G in the comments. Good to go if you're good to go. Like you've got your workbook. Again, this is what we're going to be plowing through here in a minute. Good to goes. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So this is the workbook we're going to be driving on throughout the course of the day. Um, I really think as we look at a new year, as we start to think about 2023 and building a, a really successful, profitable business, it's important to get clear on what you're trying to build, what your goals, what your objectives are. And I just want to hear from you guys in the comments. Like, what is your objective as you think about your agency? Is it to, you know, build the seven figures and beyond, like seven figures and beyond if that's you? Um, is it just to, you know, kind of create some profitability, create a profitable business? Like, what is it that you're after? Type it in the comments, guys. Come back to me. I know you get your workbooks up. All right. Seven figures and beyond, grow and scale. Seven figures, create new jobs. Seven, seven figures, hit seven figures. Eight figures, awesome. Yeah, George, that's amazing. Eight figures, Eric. And, and listen to me, we got a lot of guys on here already at seven figures, so that's awesome. We're going to, we're thinking bigger, right? We're thinking about eight figures. Or maybe when you're at seven figures, the focus shifts to, you know, my main objective now is to have a million dollar net, right? I've got a million dollar revenue now, I want a million dollar net. Grow and scale. Awesome. Yeah, the clearer you want or what you're trying to build, the better you can arrange the plan, the better you can arrange things to make that a reality. And so this is, this is the seven-figure agency model. Um, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this like I might have in, in other sessions in the past, but I do want to hit the key points because the model really drives the success. So in order to build your agency to seven figures and beyond, which a lot of you guys have put in here as the objective, as what you're looking to accomplish, there's really three, three things we have to do. Um, we have to land clients on a consistent basis, right? We have to have new clients coming in month in and month out. We have to deliver results, right? We can't just like sell the clients and make these big guarantees or make these bold promises and not deliver. We've got to deliver world-class results for our clients. And then we have to re retain long-term. Like, we have to have strategies to keep those clients with us month after month, right? And when we do that well, when land clients deliver results and retain, we can absolutely grow to seven figures, multiple seven figures and beyond. And really, as I see it, giving an arbitrary number, like I want to grow to a million, or I want to grow to, to 10 million, eight figures. Not that exciting. Really, I think there's three things we're all after as we build our agencies. But, you know, first is we want to make more money, right? We want the money in order to buy the luxuries, to take care of our families, to do the things we really want to do, right? Just give me a dollar sign in the comments if that's a key objective for you in the business, right? You want to make more money. But that's really only one of the key things. The other thing we really want is free, right? The freedom, the ability to call our shots, the ability to be in control of where we're going, the ability to really have the flexibility not to work 60, 50 hours every single week, but to to do the things we like to do, like to take the time with the family, to take the travels. I know me personally, I've got three young kids. And so as I was building my business, you know, it wasn't just about making more money. And I did absolutely want to make more money. I wanted to know that like when my sons have Christmas plays and things like that at school, I have the flexibility to go out there and do it, that we can take travel. We just got back from a week in Tennessee and had an amazing time. And so it's not just about the money. It's about the freedom. So we want to make sure we engineer the business to create freedom. Type freedom in here if that's a key priority for you as well as you really think about growing your, your business, 
right? Yeah, who cares if you make millions of dollars if you have to just work every single day and you don't have the freedom and the flexibility, 100%. And then really the third thing that we wanna make sure we engineer into our businesses going into 2023 and, and forward is impact, right? Impact, and that's really knowing that what you're doing it's not just a cash grab. It's not just like you charging money and having this cool business that creates a lifestyle for you, but it's knowing that you're having an impact. The, the clients that you serve are getting great results and they're growing and they're hiring new people and their business is expanding. That feels great. The impact is you build your team and you put a team in place that does the work, like they're developing their careers. They're able to do things they might not have been able to do. Yeah, Zachary says, absolutely making an impact. Um, Coach Kathy says, that's my driver, right? And so really, as you think about the plan going into 2023, don't just think about the money. Think about the money, the freedom, and the impact. So from a 10,000-foot from a view, right, when, when it comes to landing clients, there's three key things we have to have. We have to have a full funnel, which means we've got to have a strategy to get new prospects coming into our world day in and day out, right? we got to have people opting in, scheduling in, and, and becoming prospects for our services. From there, we, we want to build authority. This is one of the key tenets that I followed in our agency, Plumbing and HVAC SEO, and that we teach at Seven Figure Agency, is we don't just want to show up cold for prospects. We want to build authority and become the go-to expert in our space so that people are exposed to our value in advance and they show up pre-positioned to buy. Um, and it's a lot easier and a lot funner when you do it that way. And then you've got to have sales process mastery. You've got to have a great process to take a prospect from interested to sold. From, hey, this sounds great. How much is it going to cost to like them giving you the credit card details? And what I found is when, you, when you've got a full funnel, a strategy to keep the funnel full, you, you've positioned yourself as the expert. You've got great authority and you've got a nice tight sales process. The money takes care of itself, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about this piece of the equation today. But the reality is, if we do these three things, we're going to land clients. That's going to provide all the money we need to live our desired lifestyle and really be able to do everything we want to do. As it relates to delivering results, I think it's really important that you, you consciously decide how you deliver the results for your clients, because this will make or break your ability to create the freedom that you're after. First thing we want to do is we want to make sure we choose the right model. And there's lots of models you could do as an agency, right? You could be a generalist, you could build funnels, you could charge paper lead, you could do, you know, rank and rent websites. But at the end of the day, if you if you don't have the right model and you don't make it systematizable, you're going to become tethered to the business or you're going to have this up and down flow within your within your business. So we want to make sure we choose the right model and then we have to systematize. We have to say, okay, this is what we're going to deliver. Websites, SEO, pay-per-click, social media. We're going to generate a tangible, measurable result. And then we've got to systematize it. Okay, so when we get the client, what has to be done? In what order? And who's going to do what? And what's the priority at which this stuff gets done? Because obviously this makes it easier to deliver the results and actually you know, deliver on your promise. But if you don't systematize it, you can't hand it off, right? You're going to be tethered to it into perpetuity. And then from there, we've got to build the team, right? You're not going to grow to seven figures and beyond, and you're not going to create freedom without a team. So we've got to build a team of world-class people in the key areas within the business. Um, and when we do this right, when you deliver results with the right model in a systematized way, 
that's where you create freedom, where it's like, yeah, I'm making good money and the work is getting done on a consistent basis and the business continues to grow. And then as it re relates to retaining the clients, like nothing more frustrating than feeling like you're on a treadmill. You're landing clients, but you're losing clients almost as quickly as they come in. And it's just like, you know, I don't have any momentum here. What we found is like three key things to maximize your client retention. Number one is you have to kick off with the bank, right? You have to make sure that you create a world-class onboarding process that excites the client, makes them feel like, man, I'm in the right hands. I've got a great company. You have to have great communication rhythm that you train your team into. It's like, hey, here's how you meet with the clients. Here's how you, re you review the reports. Here's how you kind of keep them excited about what you're doing and why they're paying you. And ultimately, you got to constantly be recasting the vision. Hey, here's where we're headed next. Hey, here's what we're going to be focused on for you over the next 90 days, giving them homework, keeping them engaged. When you do those three things well, you can retain. And really, when you've got that right, when you're getting clients and you're retaining the clients and you've got a team that's that's getting it done for you, that's where the impact comes in because the clients aren't staying for the fun of it. They're staying because they're getting results and your team is growing and you're, you're investing in more and more team to grow the business. So I wanted to start here, and I'm, this is like Cliff Notes version of the seven-figure agency model. But as you think about this, going into 2023, what's the what's the area of focus? Is it on the landing clients? Do you have to get more consistent in, in the way that you're filling your funnel? Um, is it on how you're delivering results? Do you need to maybe retool a little bit about what you're selling, how you're selling it, how you've systematized it? Um, or do you need to dial in your retention? Like if you're maybe not retaining at 30, 97% or higher, maybe you need to focus on some things within retention. I guess I just want you guys in the workbook there. Again, this is going to be a workshop session under this area. Like what's the, what's the focus? What's the area that you need to, to focus on the most? Hmm. Michael says all three. Yeah. And if you have insights, you have things that's like, Hey, this, this stands out to me, post those into the comments. Oops. So that's, that's the high level in, in terms of the business model itself, like the key things you want to make sure you have in place. As I look at the, the agencies that we've worked with over the years, um, and now we've got uh, almost 500 agencies that have come through and been a part of seven-figure agency at some level. We've got 68 agencies that have grown to, to seven figures and multiple seven figures following this exact model. And the key things, like the cliff notes on, on what you want to make sure you have in place in your agency going into the new year is that you're focused on one niche, right? I asked this at the beginning, are you a generalist or are you a specialist? One niche, like we work at, in my agency with plumbing and HVAC companies. Um, roofer marketers, obviously Jim Aline and his company, they work with roofing companies. So the question for you is, do you have your one target niche? If not, obviously that's that's something to focus on. Number two is that your, your monthly recurring revenue with what you're charging, really important. Like. Whenever I look at agencies that aren't growing as quickly as they could, or they're not hitting the, the profit and revenue targets that they have for themselves, it's because they're, they're still doing some level of project work, or they're taking one-off programs. Try and move to a monthly retainer-based program if you haven't already. So that means no one-off projects, no partial payments, like literally getting either an ACH or credit card that auto bills every single month. And then I really think your monthly minimum should be at least $1,000 per month, right? There's, there's too many prospects in this industry that have more than enough money to spend more than $1,000 per month to be lower. I, I mean, I really think confidently most of you should be able to do $2,500 to $3,000 per month as your main program. 
Um, but I know me personally, when I started my agency, even a thousand felt like a big ask, right? And so I had to ratchet from 997 to 1500 to 2500 to, to 3500 where we are today. Um, but I really encourage you guys, if your program's less than a thousand dollars a month right now, just increase it. Like going forward, it's going to be more than a thousand dollars per month. So again, these are things I could probably talk on for, for hours. I want to give you the Cliff Notes version and really make sure you just kind of got the key things you want to focus on going into 2023. In your workbook, there's a document that looks like this. And this is where I really want you guys to spend a little bit of time thinking. As you think about your current situation versus the ideal situation, what's it look like today, right? Are you in multiple verticals? Do you have lots of different programs? What's your current monthly fee? Are you doing project work via versus recurring? Put that in, like put that in here. And then going into 2022, what's the ideal situation? What changes do you need to make in order to really optimize your model to make life easier for yourself? Like I'm a big believer of this idea that we have to simplify in order to multiply. Um, so let's just do 30 seconds on this in your workbook. Give me one of the comments if you're clear on what we're talking about and what kind of where this is in the workbook. Awesome. So somebody asked what the core program means is core program. Like what is it that you sell day in and day out for us? It's website, SEO, pay-per-click, um, Facebook, uh, Google ads and tracking, right? It's like, and, and so marketing automation, that's our core program. It's 3,500 bucks a month. We're going to build your website. We're going to get it ranked. We're going to drive paid traffic. We're going to track everything and make sure you've got a great ROI, right? And with that's what we sell day in and day out to our clients in the, in the plumbing and HVAC space. Hopefully, Joan, that answered the, the question. Type model in the comments if you feel good on model. You're like, all right, I'm clear. I know what I need to update. Or maybe your model's dialed in, right? And that's why I'm not going to spend a ton of time right here. Excellent. So... I just want to share a good example of this, like just, just because I think it's great to share examples and you don't want to hear me talk for the next two hours straight. Um, I'm going to share uh, an amazing example of this in the real world um, is, is Alan Hillsbrook. And let me see. Alan Hill. Did you guys hear that when I play it or did I have, do I have to optimize the sound? I'm going to share it again. Hold on one second. There we go. Berg. Alan is, is a longtime friend, a longtime member of the, the Seven Figure Agency. And Alan, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Josh. Great, great to hear hear everything you've been doing, and um, it, it, exactly what you're doing is exactly the model that I've followed for the last five years, and it has changed my life for the better, no doubt. So, tell us just approximately where are you at in your agency right now? How much recurring revenue? Approximately one hundred thirty nine thousand to one hundred forty one thousand per month. Okay, awesome. So, one hundred thirty grand, and you're working in what niche? Funeral services, funeral marketing. Okay, so you're funeral, funeral homes. You've got 130,000 in monthly recurring. That's where Alan is today. He's got a scaled business. He'll talk about kind of how life has changed and is better. But where were you 
six years ago? Like, where were you at in your mind? Where were you at in your business? The uh, the day I met you, uh, and I saw a video online, I was doing approximately $12,000 a month. And I was losing my mind because I, I couldn't I couldn't get past what I was doing. Um, I was a general generalist. I was working with all different types of businesses. I was working with uh, hairdressers, restaurants, lawyers, doctors, and you 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 just don't get you just don't develop a specialized knowledge when you're working with so many different niches. And that's what I was doing. I was also charging approximately three hundred dollars a month for my services. People were very demanding. Um, and I was, I felt like a mouse on one of those little, uh, little spin, spinning wheels and uh, going nowhere, really going nowhere. And when I listened to Josh, I, uh, I, I just couldn't wrap my head around him just working with, with plumbers. And uh, I said, how can you do this without working with other niches? How can, you know, in my mind, I thought, you know, a plumber, you know, they, uh, you know, they'll come in, they'll fix a clog sinks or a leaky toilet. And, um, you know, at the end of the week, if they have $50 left over, they're going to the neighborhood bar. How could he make a quarter at the time? I think it was something like a quarter of a million dollars he was uh, generating from just working with plumbers. So I remember the first conversation I had with Josh. He brought me over to uh, Info USA. And he showed me, um, he said, type in plumbers or type in any niche. And I think I, I, I came up with uh, 300,000 listings. And he goes, that is not my market. He says, now what you want to do is filter that to how many plumbers are making a million dollars a month. And that list, I think, went from 300,000, a year rather, 300,000 down to uh, seven, six, 7,000, somewhere around there. He goes, that's my market. Those people are making $83,000 a month. They can spend and they understand that spending $2,000 a month is, is uh, it, it makes sense for them to generate new clients. And because he had a website specific to plumbers, they were more interested in trying to work with him than somebody that was a generalist. And I also discovered that working with only one niche, you develop a specialized knowledge. You put one, you've, you've got a, a process in place that works for one plumber in one city, pretty much the, the same processes will work for another plumber in another city. So his job got actually easier while making more money by being a specialist, developing a, uh, a specialized knowledge. So I was hooked at that point. And I said, look, I'm making 12,000. He's making 250,000 a month. I must be doing something wrong and I've got to uh, change my structure and change the way I look at my business. And I've done just that and I've been uh, growing ever since. Amazing. So kind of, you, you kind of latched onto this model, right? Chosen niche, did the work prospecting to get in front of them, sold a program starting at a thousand plus per month. Now you're at 130,000 in MRR. How is life different or better now that you've kind of gotten to that level? It's, it's, as you said, it, it, there's no, you know, I pretty much do what I want to do. My children, their colleges are all paid for. Um, I don't have to take any loans for them. 
My 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 kids are a bit older than Josh's. They're uh, they're in school. They've got no they've got no uh, financial financial burden when they graduate. It's all being taken care of. I go I go um, on vacation at least once a quarter, uh, and um, you know we just live very very well. Uh, I've developed um, with the money that I've created from my business it gave me the ability to open up another uh, type of business, which I'm working on uh, right now. Uh, the financial freedom is just amazing. So good, man. I, I love to hear it. And uh, what I hear is money to pay the bills and live the desired lifestyle. Freedom to do what you want to do, take the travel, start another another business, which is a passion project for you, and, and impact, right? Because you, you're helping these funeral homes. You're helping the, the team members that you employ. Uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Thank you so much for being on and sharing and, and for being part of the seven figure agency mentor program and kind of helping other agencies as well as part of what you do. Well, let's, let's keep pressing forward. Alan, anything else you want to share before we, before we move on? And thank you so much for being on here. You know, it's, it's, it, there's no real. All right, good. So hopefully that, that just kind of instills the model, right? And maybe you guys already have this model and maybe just kind of, Yes, I'm on the right track. This can be done. If it works for Alan, chose a niche, focused on it, has grown the multiple seven figures, is continuing to grow. Um, just like Alan in the in the comments here, if it's helpful to see a real example of a real agency um, and, and you know this model really working well and accelerating growth. Mike says, Alan's the man. Alan says, Lady. Okay, good, good, good. All right. So we've got the model. Right, we we know that this model can be effective. We know this model can be productive. The next thing we want to do is is set our goals and targets for the year, right? And I really want to get right into this part because really this is where the rubber meets the road. Successes, goals, all else is commentary. Like if we don't have clarity on where we want to be by the end of 2023, and our whole team doesn't know, okay, this is where we're headed. It's really easy to get kind of stagnant, right? And, and setting goals and targets gives us the ability to create our own momentum and to kind of move ourselves forward as quickly as possible. So the goal frame, the goal setting framework I'm going to share with you guys, I'm going to recommend all of you guys follow and really stick with this throughout the course of the year is you have to have written goals and plans, right? Written down, here's where I'm going to be by the end of the year and a plan to accomplish it, right? When you do that, you multiply the probability of actually getting where you want to go. Now, at a minimum, we want the annual goal. Here's where I'm going to be by the end of the year. But we also want to make sure that it's it's quarterly because our mind can't stick with the year. Just give me a, a, a yes in the comments if you've ever felt like, man, I set this annual goal, but by the time I got to like February, I'd already kind of forgotten about it or I lost momentum on it or I kind of gave up on it, right? We, we need to chunk these goals down for our business, right? And our mind can think much, much clearer in the term of, of 90 days, a quarter than it can in terms of, uh, you know, a year. And then we really, we should be setting this goal monthly, right? And what I suggest and what I, what I do with our seven figure agency members is we set an annual goal. We break it down by quarter. We break it down by month. At the end of every single month, we check, all right, am I on track or am I off track? At the end of each quarter, we check, am I on track or am I off track? And we course correct. We update the goals. We update the, um, the action plan. We really audit what we accomplished and what we didn't. And by doing that on a consistent basis, we can keep ourselves in momentum. 
Sometimes you set the annual goal and then you break it down by quarter and you're not there, right? It's like, you know what? It just, it didn't work, right? You're not where you needed to be. And so pausing throughout the year gives you the ability to course correct. So simple stuff, powerful ramifications. I know all of us have done some type of annual goal setting or some type of um, process like this, but the power comes in breaking it down and actually holding ourselves accountable to get the work done. So it's really important that you have a hard stop point. So this is really what I want you guys to do is plan at the end of every month to stop for at least, you know, at least an hour, maybe longer and reflect on track or off track. And you want to make the periods longer as you're going to like at the quarter, you probably want to stop for half of a day on track, off track, update the plan, update how things are looking. At the end of the year, you probably want to spend a full day, kind of like what we're doing here, going deep, building the plan, mapping it out. Give me a yes in the comments if this makes sense. And you're, you're down to follow this framework and really hold yourself accountable going into the new year. Fantastic. So, so good. Uh, an amazing example of this, and this video is much shorter, is, is Brian Kaskavalshian from G4 Marketing Group. Um, G4 is an agency that works with roofing contractors. Um, been working with him. He's one of the first people I took through this annual goal setting process years and years ago. And he had grown his agency to about $60,000 in revenue. And it was a successful agency, right? Most of us are pretty, pretty happy, 60 grand. We can live pretty good. But he was stuck there. Like year after year, he was like almost like three years in, he was at this $60,000 a month threshold. And what he realized was he had gotten to a place where he was comfortable and he was, he was happy. And he wasn't continually resetting. Okay, here's where I want to go next. And setting a clear goal and breaking it down and doing the work necessary to really hold himself accountable to it. And so... We went through the process I'm about to take you guys through, and it just totally accelerated his growth. Having clarity, having a tracking mechanism, communicating with his team, knowing that he was going to stop every quarter and check in. Hey, guys, we're off track. What are we going to change this month? Changed everything. He accelerated. Um, he's not, Last time I updated this slide, he was at 375. He's actually at $500,000 in monthly recurring revenue now. Um, they are literally crushing it. So I want you to hear from him, and again, Hopefully these examples just kind of anchor in the, the rationale for this work and why this is powerful and why this has such a big impact. So let me pull up, I get quicker at moving through these. Where is it? Haha. All right. Well, hey, this is Josh Nelson with the Seven Figure Agency. And today I'm with Brian Kaskabalsian from G4 Marketing Group, runs a highly successful seven-figure, multiple seven-figure digital marketing agency. Uh, Brian, if you had one tip on how you were able to grow your agency to multiple seven figures, what would it be? So the one tip I'll give you is actually what he gave me. He gave me clarity and he gave me focus. It was that one damn spreadsheet that you gave me that changed everything because we put out our, our numbers and we knew month after month, every month, what our target number was in new monthly recurring revenue. And we knew exactly where we were based on our gains and our losses. That one thing that I got from this guy right here is a game changer. Awesome. Be clear. Be focused. Great. Brian, thanks for sharing. All right, guys. So I told you this was going to be a work session. I know I've spoke for the most part here to kick things off. Now we're going to get to work. So just give me a work in the comments if you're good to get to work and actually start to, to build some of this stuff out. All right. Fantastic.
I'm going to share my screen. We're going to get into the workbook and let's let's do this stuff. Okay, you should be seeing my screen now. I've got the workbook open, your 2023 agency growth plan. Let me just pull up the chat here. That way I can track along in case any of you guys get uh, turned around as we go. Excellent. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to scroll down and there's a tool that I've used throughout the years that I developed and shared with our seven-figure agency members um, that really helps to map this entire process. And I want to share this with you guys. It's our sales retention tracking sheet. And so what you're going to do is you're going to click on that document. And it's going to open up just like it did this, this initial doc, uh, a document like this. And I want you to click the make a copy button. Um, this will create an updated version of this spreadsheet for 2023. And I'm going to walk you through how to build this. Um, but first things first, click the button, make a copy, rename it for yourself. So you're going to call it sales retention tracking sheet dash, you know, your agency name, right? Whatever your agency name is. And make sure you save this somewhere on, on Google Drive that you're going to be able to reference back, right? Ideally, this is going to be the, the main thing you reference back to quarter after quarter, month after month uh, to keep yourself on track. So give me a one in the comments if you've been able to open this document. I really want to encourage you guys, stick with me here. Lots of ones come in. Okay, stick with me because this is it's easy to look at something like this and be like, I'll come back to it. You know, I'll spend some time this afternoon or I'll spend some time on the weekend. Like you're here. Now's the time to do this. Um, let's, guys, if you could share the direct link for, for Sarah, if she wasn't able to find it, some people didn't know how to access it. Um, it's right here inside the planning workbook. Um, or you can open up the template and um, here, let me just do this. There you go. Coach Kathy shared it. Amazing. It is not Excel. This is actually Google Sheets, um, which is much easier to work from and modify. Hopefully that works. Okay, so we all should have it open. I want you to just come back to my screen for a minute so I can walk you through how to do this. I've tried to make this as simple as possible. I've refined it over the years, but it's still helpful to, to watch what I do and kind of walk you through it. So first thing you want to do is put in what your starting point is. At the beginning of this year, where are you right now? Could be 55,000, could be 120,000. Kind of right now at, at December December 15th, pretty close to the end of the year. Maybe you got a couple more deals that are going to come in. But at, at this moment in time, closing the year or starting the year, what's the monthly recurring revenue right now? Right. Let's just say it was 75,000 in monthly recurring. That's the first thing we want to do. And the second thing is how many clients do we have on monthly retainers? So how many clients do we have that are paying us every single month? I don't want to know that you built 122 websites or that you've got 70 clients that are paying you $10 a month. Like what are your retainer-based clients that drive your actual recurring revenue? So let's just say that number was um, at 75K. Let's say it was 57 clients, right? That's the first thing we want to do. So I want to have you guys go do that. This should be quick and easy. And just come back in and put a one in the comments once you've got your starting point in. Because, you know, let's just make sure. I don't know how long this is going to take everybody. Ideally, you have this right at the top of your head. You should know these numbers. This should be very, very quick. Um, Kirsten. Kristen says one. Dick says one. J one. I should see 190 or so ones coming in here any second, right? So this is easy. This, the starting point drives this entire sheet. So excellent. All right. So we've got the we've got the starting point in. Come back to my screen for a minute. I'll show you the next step. And then we'll we'll get you guys into kind of mapping this out month over month, quarter over quarter. 
Um, the next question in, in red here says, what's your average monthly fee? So what I want to know is what is it that your program on a monthly average winds up being, right? Could be 1750, could be 2000, could be 5000, should not be less than a thousand, right? If you're selling something less than a thousand dollars per month, stop doing that, right? Sell something that's more than a thousand dollars per month, make a package that's worthy of that charge. Um, and that's what we're going to put in on that column. So for us, let's say it's 2500 bucks a month. And then when a client cancels, how much does that like revenue drop down? And if it's like some cancels and your full 2,500 goes away, you would put 2,500. If you've got like a maintenance plan that most people move to or a SaaS option that you get a lot of people into, um, usually you can blend that. Let's say you, you know, on average, you lose 2,000 and you retain 500 of any canceled client. If you don't have that yet, just go full amount. Um, hopefully that makes sense. So we're just putting in what our average client is worth to us when they sign up and what, it, what, they, what their churn is when they cancel. Give me a one in the comments when this is done. Again, this is simple stuff, but powerful impact. Excellent. All right, so we got a starting point in, ideally. And if you're confused, tag Justin directly on here, uh, Justin Simmons uh, or Arnaldo Almira. Either of them can, can kind of guide you. I, I'm not going to be able to guide everybody, but ideally you guys can, can track along with us. So that's the first tab. And this, this, this kind of sets the foundation for where you're at right now. I want you to click on that second tab down at the bottom where it says sales and retention tracking 2023 and look at my screen and then I'll walk you through this. Um, this will map out your entire year for you, give you a lot of clarity if you do it right. Um, so, so let's get this done correctly. So looking at my screen here, it should have automatically brought in what you said your active client base is currently and what your active monthly recurring revenue is. And then up here along the top, I'm just going to show you what these columns are and how they work. And then I'll show you how to update it so you can plan out your year. But really what we have is sales. How many new clients on our monthly retainer program do you anticipate selling every single month? Then we've got the value. That's automatically going to populate based on what you said your average monthly fee was, right? So all you got to do is put in the number of sales. The other thing you want to think about, if you're serious about building a, a seven-figure, multiple seven-figure agency, it's not just about client growth. It's really about client growth and retention. And no one's going to have 100% retention or retainer-based services, right? There's going to be some amount of churn. And so, you know, you want to anticipate some level of churn, some level of client cancellation that's going to come into the equation. If you don't, you're just going to wind up frustrated and disappointed. So you want to put in, like, how much do we expect to lose? How many clients do we anticipate churning on a given month-by-month -month basis? If you don't know, um, usually I'm going to say anticipate about a 5% monthly churn rate, right? So if you've got 10 clients, maybe you're going to lose one every other month. If you've got 25 clients, 5% would be, what is that? I should know that off the top of my head. 25 clients, zero five would be like one client per month on average, right? If you've got hundred clients then you're probably going to be looking at potentially losing five clients per month. It can get better, right? I, I really, with our members, we focus on getting that retention rate to about 97% or higher. Um, but if you don't know, it, it's probably on average somewhere between 5 and 10% churn in any given month, depending upon how well optimized your delivery is. Um, just give me a, a yes in the comments if, if you're tracking with me so far. I know that I kind of went off on a tangent there, but I, I do want to make clear what we're doing on this sheet and why. Okay, so that's our churn. How many clients do we expect to cancel on us? 
From there, everything else will auto-calculate. It's just going to automatically bring that stuff in for you. So the actual is going to show what your actual is. So if the goal is four clients per month and one loss, you're going to plug that in throughout the course of the year or throughout the course of the month, and it will reflect your actual. So you don't have to do anything here. That's just going to show, hey, you actually sold seven clients this month and you lost two, right? If you, if you plug that in. And delta is just the difference between the goal and actual. Also, it's going to automatically populate for you. So the only thing you have to go in and manually modify here is the goal. How many clients are you going to add every single month onto your monthly retainer services? And how many clients do you anticipate losing on any given month? So what I want you guys to do next is month over month in here, and we're going to work out a plan to make this a reality, but month over month, how many clients are you going to shoot for? In, 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 in my agency, which again, plumbing and HVAC SEO has grown to multiple seven figures. We're doing about $425,000 a month of recurring revenue now. We made the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies four years in a row. Um, we were always shooting for about five to seven new clients per month. Like it's not like nothing extravagant, but just consistently five to seven clients per month. And we had certain months where we did a lot more. Uh, not a lot of months, much less, right? This is kind of, that was a steady target. Um, if you don't have any you know, like consistent number of new clients coming in today, I would suggest shooting for a target of between three and five in order to start to get the momentum going. Um, if you do have an exact target, go ahead and put that in. So before you go do this in your sheet, just give me a yes, if you're clear, you're gonna go into each of these months on the goal tab and put a number. How many clients you're shooting for every single month? All right, good. You're tracking with me. And then you're going to go back to the second one there where it says total losses. How many clients are you expecting to lose? Knowing that you should probably anticipate at least 5 to 10% churn as a, as a target. You can set a goal higher than that. So I'm going to give you guys time to go do this. We're basically filling out 12 months of new client growth target and 12 months of new client churn target. I want everyone to do this. Like if you do this and you track against it, it will have powerful ramifications in your business. Um, so I'm just going to hold tight for, let's just call it, uh, you know, a minute and a half here and let you guys work. And as you have it done, I want you just to come back in and put, and put done in the comments. Done. Drew. Fast. He's got his done. So what I want to know then, Drew, if you scroll down to this annual tag right here, where does that put you? How many clients? How much recurring revenue? What's the goal? If you did it right, you should be able to answer that really quickly just by scrolling down and saying, okay, well, if I hit this target, by the end of the year, I'll be at X amount of clients and X amount of recurring revenue. Clients and revenue. Rena, David B. Champ. Does anything need to change if we're on a paid for performance service? If you, you know, this is based on a retainer-based model. So if you could base it on the, on the retainer amount that the clients pay and then have the performance amount, you know, added on the side as a bonus, I think that would be, um, that would be the easiest. Um, if not, you know, and you're all performance-based, then what's the average value that a client pays you based on the performance you bring to the table. At least come up with an average and you can put that number in. Again, I hope that, I hope that helps. But you know, this is really optimized for a, a retainer-based service.
All right. You guys are getting this done. Keep posting done in. I want to see 160 plus of you guys have this finished. Let's see. All right. So Drew, that puts you at 494 in total revenue or in monthly recurrent. What I'm most interested in, guys, is, is this number right here. How many clients will you have by the end of the year and how much recurring revenue? So Drew says 494. Mike Hansen says 997. Like, like, let's add 600 of that and get it to let's get it to a million, right? Um, Egan, yes, thanks. Okay, 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 Dunn's, Dunn's coming in. Drew, that puts you at 90, 79,000 with 60, 46 clients. Amazing, fantastic. Okay. If you need more time, put a two in the comments. Otherwise, I'm going to assume this should have been enough time to go in. All right, Zachary, still working on it. I'll give you guys a couple more minutes, guys. Let's get this finished. We're just filling in the column along the top. How many clients per month and how many losses per month? Uh, Maria says 34 with uh, 170K in monthly recurring. Love that. It's a great target. Uh, Brittany says 368,000 with 315 clients. Amazing. Fantastic. Clarity, right? There's power in this level of clarity. Um, and if you hold yourself to it and you look at this monthly and you get the team together, say, hey, this month we're selling six clients and everybody's pushing towards that. And hey, guys, client retention team, we can't lose more than three. Let's, what are we doing? What gifts are we dropping? What experience are we creating? How are we reviewing the reports? Like, you know what you're managing towards. All right, Rana says 55 clients, 57,000. Let's see. Fasahidi, oh, man, I'm sorry, man, I can't pronounce it correctly, but 87 clients, 813K. I love it. Okay. Wagner, 36 clients, 115K. Joe, 92 clients, 276K. Fantastic. All right. Ideally, you guys have all had an opportunity to fill in this sheet, which means you've got a very clear goal for the year. So if you guys will come back to Delta, I'll show, I'll explain that one more second, Nancy. Um, if you come back to my screen here, what you should now have is your annual goal down here. How many clients are we going to sell? How much is that going to be worth? How many clients are we going to churn? How much do we anticipate churning revenue-wise? How many clients will we have by the end of the year? And then what's our base recurring revenue going to be? Right? This is powerful to know. And then you've got that broken down by month. Each month, you can go in and see, okay, this is the target. This is what we're shooting for. This is what we want our marketing to drive. This is what we want our cold outreach to drive. This is where we need to make sure we go. And then from there you want to track against this. So I want to show you guys how you guys can track against this. Um, simple things have big ramifications. What you measure improves. What you track gets done. So what I want to encourage you to do is every time you get a new client, you get a new client, you come into this sheet and you come on down here under client, you would go, well, that's for me, I'll go like the plumbing doctor just signed up and they signed up for 4,200 bucks a month, right? Every time you add a new client in, it's going to come down here to this column. How many clients do you have so far? And then what's the what are those clients worth? And that basically hits up here under your actuals. So for the month of January, actually so far, I've got one client, 42,000. Um, and it will show the delta. Like you need to get three more and another 5,800 in order to be on track for January. From there, like let's say I, lo I lost a client. Let's just say... Horizon just canceled and they were $1,500 a month. Now I've lost one client $1,500 per month. This comes against 
our cancellation. So now I'm on track for that, I'm off track for this. Um, it should be, so there's a question here saying, uh, Apostolos, great to see you, man. Um, is the amount based on monthly fee or total contract book? Monthly fee, right? We wanna go back here. This whole thing is based on your average monthly fee. Don't put in what you think it's going to be over the course of the year. What are they paying you monthly? What's the monthly recurring? Everything we do is organized around monthly recurring revenue. We want that to grow every single month, right? And really, you could focus on a million metrics, but your monthly recurring revenue is probably the, my opinion, the most important. So that's how you do it, right? You come in here and you plot these new clients and you plot the losses and you stop at the end of each month, you stop at the end of each quarter and you say, okay, on track, celebrate. We're, we hit our target off track. Hey, what do we miss? What do we need to do? What did we not do? Well, you know, in terms of activity, I want to hear clear in comments if you feel clear on how you can use this sheet. Drew's clear. Mike is super clear. Brittany is clear. Awesome. Fantastic. So we're, we're clear. Next thing I want to do, I want you guys to put a dollar sign in the comments if you'll do this because this will make you money, right? What you measure gets done, what you track against, you know, improves. Amazing, awesome. If this is all we did today, it's been really good because a lot of you guys now have a very clear goal. You've got a very clear tracking mechanism and you've got the foundation that's gonna be super powerful for your growth. I just wanna show you down here on the, on the quarterly targets, it does roll up into a quarterly. So at the end of each quarter, you can see, okay, the goal is to get to 101K by the end of Q1, 131K by the end of Q2. 162K by the end of Q3, um, and then you know, 191K by the end of Q4. And what I'm going to suggest you guys do, it's great to have this goal, but let's face it, uh, I think Mike Tyson says everybody, um, what is it? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. You know, the, the quarter two in, quarter three in, things might be totally different. And that's fine. You adjust your goals, right? You go in here and you say, okay, I thought we were going to be at 111 by this time of the year, but... I'm only at, you know, 72. So I got to adjust that back, right? We got to adjust throughout the, the year. I don't think you adjust monthly. I think you adjust quarterly. So you set the goal for the year. You break it down by quarter. You sprint through Q1. And then you say, okay, we're going to track off track, off track. Let's adjust this a little bit. And let's set, cast a new plan. That's how you keep yourself in constant momentum. Where do you start? What sells do you edit? Rob, did you log in late? I'm going to do like a 30 second recap on this. The rest of us already have it pretty much done. You come in here to starting point. And you put how many clients and how much recurring revenue right here. You put what your average monthly fee is, what your average monthly churn is. And then you come in here and you edit goal for each month and goal for each month in terms of loss. Hopefully that is clear and everybody's got it. Somebody dropped the link for Jerry so that you can, so that he can get into the document. Okay. The good news is we get goals. We get targets for for the year, and we've got goals and targets for the month. Here's, here's what I want to do next. I want you guys to put this into this document because it's one thing to have it in the sheet. It's another thing to have it hard-coded in. So just taking what you just did, how, many, how, how much is your monthly recurring revenue today? How many clients do you have right now? And then down here, where's it going to be by the end of the year? It's good to see a compare and contrast. Right now I'm at 72. By the end of the year, I'm going to be at 117. Right now I've got you know, 50 clients. By the end of the year, I'm going to have 79 clients. Just do that real quick. Make sure that it's abundantly clear what the goal is, 
and what you're kind of what you're shooting for. And again, this is back on your worksheet in Google Docs. And what I want to see is a, a yes in the comments once you have that done. We're on this tab right here. Where are we starting? Where are we ending? Thanks, Ed. One, if you're good, two, if you need more time. I just want to keep, I don't want to have a lot of dead air here. I know we got to cover a lot of ground. Well, I want to see tons of ones if you've got this in. Great work. Great work, guys. This is this is really, really good stuff. Okay. Next thing I want, I want you guys to do, and and this is gonna be a little bit awkward for some of you, but but this is a useful exercise. You set a goal, right? It's a numeric goal, which is only so compelling. I want you to spend a couple of seconds and get clear on why that's important for you, right? How will your life be better or different at the end of the year when you've accomplished that? So if your goal was to go to 110,000 a month of recruiting, why is that important? And I just want to give you guys a couple of minutes. How will your life be better when this goal is achieved? Get really clear in your own mind. Really implant this on your subconscious mind. You know, I'll be able to, you know, buy that nicer car. I'll be able to put my kid in that better school. I'll be able to give more back to the church. I'll be able to take more time because I'll start to hire a team, right? Whatever it is for you, why is life going to be better once this is achieved? And what will you be able to do as a result? It's really important not just to put a numeric number, but to also have the, the why behind it. So do that. Just a, 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 little, a little journal time here. One minute or less, put that into your workbook. And give me a big W-H-Y in the comments once you're done. You've got your Y. All right. Some of you guys moving quick. Mike's got his Y. Drew's got his Y. And Eric Powers, Y. Amazing. Brittany, amazing, got it in. Jay, amazing, nicely done. The more you anchor back to that why, the more likely you're going to do the work effort, the more likely you're going to persevere. Because again, a numeric number only gets you so excited. But knowing you're going to be able to buy that nicer car, maybe get that house on the beach, maybe you know put your kids in that school, that will keep you inspired. That will keep you motivated. That will keep you pressing forward. Apostolos, Kathy, amazing. Okay. So I want you guys to do a visioning exercise. Um, there's power in a couple of things we're doing here. There's power in getting clear on where you want to go. There's more power in writing it down and having it on a spreadsheet. That way you're tracking against it. There's power in writing down why the goal is important. I want you guys to speak this out. And I'm not going to make it awkward. But what I want to have you guys do, um, if you've got a smartphone, which I know we all do, or if you've, you've got, like, if you know how to do screen recording, it's probably best. If you know how to do Loom or one of these other platforms, what I want you to do is record a video for yourself that you're going to play back at the end of the year. And all you're going to do on this video is record for yourself 
wow, 2023 has been such an amazing year. I'm so grateful that my agency now generates 212, whatever that is, $220,000 a month of recurring revenue. We serve over 120 clients across the country. And my life is changing better because I was able to go out and buy that nice car. I was able to, you know, you know, retire my wife so she can be available with me all, all day in the business. Uh, I was able to put my kids in that better school, right? Are we clear on what we're doing? I want you to record a video for yourself that you're going to play for yourself at the end of the year. There's power in calling this into existence. Um, and just give me like a, a capital Y in the comments if you're clear on what we're doing with this visioning exercise. We're going to open up Loom. We're going to open up some screen recording video. And we're going to record. And we're just going to answer those three questions. You're, this is just for you. You're not sharing this with me. Don't feel awkward about it. Um, I'm going to give you guys two minutes. Actually, let's do full three minutes right now. Record your video. I'm going to be quiet. That way I don't interrupt your, your recording time. Couple of you guys just logging in. Glad to have you here. We are recording our live videos in the workbook. Um, we've just set our goals and targets. Um, we'll keep pressing forward in just a sec. Rob's got his video done. Great work. Rob, sorry, we're not on a break. We're actually just recording videos. There's one minute left, and then we're going to keep pressing forward. Um, if you already have your goal and your target and why it's important to you, record a quick video for yourself on the loom. Forty-four seconds, and then we'll get right back into it. Jeremy, yes. Um, assuming the recording worked correctly, which I think it it is, um, we'll make sure to get you guys the recording. All right, thirty seconds, everybody. Wrap up that video. 
a couple of you guys have posted here that you've got it done. Congratulations. Ten seconds, and we're going to get right back into it. All right. Okay, time's up. Um, I see a lot of you guys did this work. I know it was uncomfortable. Um, put in the comments, record it. If you recorded your video, um, you've just accomplished something that 99% of the population don't, which is that you set a goal, you put it on paper, a spreadsheet, you got clear on why, and then you actually spoke it into existence, right? You, you called it out, you recorded a video that you can reference back to. Um, you're, you're just further anchoring the probability you're gonna take the effort necessary to, to bring this into a reality. So, so great work. Here's what I wanna do next. Um, we're going to get into the plan in just a minute. But before we do that, I want to make sure that you guys all, um, you all are super clear. Here's the goal. How many clients, how much recurring revenue? And you've had a chance to speak it to somebody other than yourself. Because a lot of times we set these types of goals and it, it kind of sits in our brain, but we never share it, right? And there's, there's actually a ton of power in social accountability. And so since we've got, several hundred agencies on here today what we're going to do is we're going to go into breakout rooms and you're going to be in a small group this is just going to be you and like probably two or three other people and really quick we're going to go around the horn who you are the niche that you're in and where you'll be by the end of the year right speak this into existence hey my name is josh nelson with plumbing hvac seo i'm in miami florida by the end of the year we're going to be at 495,000 a month of recurring revenue and we're going to be serving 212 clients right whatever it is that you just put on your sheet give me the one in comments if you're clear we're going to go into breakouts it's only going to be 5 minutes we're going to make this super quick keep your webcams on get to know some other agencies but this is for you right this is for you to speak out and make it make it real right okay i got lots of ones so i'm assuming you guys are good to go um ed let's drop them into the breakouts and we're going to be five minutes just quickly around the horn, introduce yourself and be really clear on what that target is. Uh, iPhone can't participate. No worries. You can hang out here for five minutes and we'll keep pressing forward. If you didn't have a chance to build this yet, stay in the room and maybe I'll help walk you through this while you're while you're here. Hop into those breakouts. We'll be back in five minutes. Is it self-selected breakouts, Ed, or do they does it does it suck them in, or do they have to click the button to accept it? Automatic. Okay, so everybody's going. All right. good point. All right. So now what we're going to do is we're going to reverse engineer the KPIs, right? So we've got our sales retention tracking sheet open. Um, and I want you, what I want you guys to do in the comments, what did you write down in terms of the monthly new clients that you want to add? Was it three clients, five clients, 12 clients? 
Zachary's shooting for three, Jeremy's shooting for three, um, Reagan's shooting for three, Mike's shooting for five. Okay, uh, Tammy's going for eight. Awesome. We need to be clear. How many clients on monthly retainers are we shooting for every single month? So knowing that number, we can come into the KPI projector here and say, if I'm Tammy, I'm going to do eight new clients per month, right? And that's the first thing we want to put. The next thing we got to think about is what's your average close ratio? From a, a prospect that says, yes, I'll meet with you. I'm interested in what you have to say. What, what percentage of those say yes and give you the credit card and wind up becoming a monthly retainer-based client? Um, if you don't know that number, it probably is going to be somewhere around 15 to 20%. 15 to 20%. Um, I've seen other agencies closing as much as 70%, but it's, it's a function of how well positioned you are, how good your inbound marketing is, how good your sales process is. Common sense marketing, shooting at 75%. That's great, right? It's going to be different. If you're, if you're just doing cold outreach and you're not really well positioned, it might be 10%, right? It's, it's going to run the spectrum. If you don't know, just use, let's just use 20% as a, as a decent guess. All right, so Tammy's got 12.5%. All right, so I'm going to point to 12.5. Uh, it's not taking it as a percent. All right. So you're going to put in that percent. And what this will do is help you figure out how many strategy sessions or sales appointments you need in order to make that a reality. And it's really important that you know that. So it's going to be hard for Tammy to get to that level with a 12.5% close ratio. Let's say if we can move that to 25%, now she needs about 32 strategy sessions per month. So I just want you to do this on your end. Um, and ideally, if you're in the niche, you're well positioned, you've got good marketing, you're going to get higher close ratios, right? Because you've got some case studies, you've got some examples. Um, and what I want you guys to do, this shouldn't be hard. Everyone should be able to quickly put how many clients I'm shooting for, what my average close ratio is. Here's how many strategy sessions I need to hit that target. I want you to put that number into the comments once you've got it in. We're going to work on that, Faustus, in terms of like what the activity needs to look like to make that a reality. All right, so I've got Sheba needs 50, uh, Nicholas needs 12, Jay needs 16, Coach Kathy needs 33, Marius needs 10. Uh, okay, great. Good, good, good. The most important to me is that you know the number, right? We want to know what the number is. What I've found with most agencies, regardless if you're at seven figures, high seven figures, or you're kind of in the, in the earlier phases, you should need to be shooting for at least 15 strategy sessions per month, minimum, right? If you're not getting at least 15 qualified appointments with prospects in your niche, it's going to be hard to keep in a constant state of momentum. Um, and really what, what, what I think is a, a solid number, like we get 16 strategy sessions per month. We can improve our sales conversion ratio to at least 30%, which I think is very realistic. You've got good marketing, good positioning, good case studies, and a nice tight sales process. That means we can, we, can, we can land the number of clients we want to to grow a seven-figure agency over a 12 to 24-month period of time. So just put the number 15 if you can set as like a minimum benchmark for yourself. We want to shoot for at least 15 strategy sessions per month on a consistent basis to have the volume that we need in order to hit our outcomes. Awesome, fantastic. All right, good, good, that's clear. Now focus on the number you set, right? If you've got a bigger number, drive towards that. 
But a lot of times when I see agencies stagnated, they're not getting consistent growth. They're not you know, really able to stay ahead of their churn. It's because they're not getting nearly enough strategy sessions. So some of the, some of the foundational things you're going to want to put in place, you know, as you think about the plan for 2023, uh, the goals that you've set for yourself, we're going to build your plan here in a minute. But foundationally, what we found is we need a prospect list, right? We need either to go out and buy a list of prospects in our niche. We need to join the National Association and get that list of members. We need a seed list of prospects, name, address, phone number, email address, that we can put our marketing out in front of, that we can put as targeted audiences on Facebook, that we can send direct mail to, right? And really keep, get ourselves top of mind with that. Uh, we want to build out a Dream 100 list. So let's just say in my space, Plumbing and HVAC, there's 150,000 plumbing and HVAC companies in the United States. Now, our model, we want to work with the best of the best. We want to work with million-dollar-plus plumbing and HVAC companies. So there's only about 45,000 companies in plumbing and HVAC that do over a million dollars per year. So that takes the list from big to a little bit smaller, but that's still a massive list, right? It would take me a lot of time to become known in front of 45,000 prospects. Uh, there's a powerful concept that Chet Holm initiated um, and shared with the world in his book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, called the Dream 100 Initiative. And what you do with the Dream 100 is, out of your entire universe of prospects, you hand-select 100 that you know are the right kind of company, that have the money that you need, they would need to be a good client, that have a need that you can help solve. And instead of just going after everybody, you get really laser-focused on that list of 100. And you make sure that you're in their inbox, that you're in their social feed, that you're mailing stuff to them, that you're calling their office, that they know you. And over time that you get the at bat and over time that they become clients. Hugely powerful process, identifying a Dream 100 list and really getting out front of that list on a consistent basis. Uh, join the National Association, put together your, your client relationship management system. If you're not using something today, High level is the way to go. Right? You can put all your prospects in there. You can set up your funnels. You can set up your marketing automation. Um, you need to have your funnel where somebody can schedule in, get the reminders, get warmed up and pre-positioned to buy. Um, you want to have your social profiles optimized. Optimized for, um, hey, thanks a lot, Michael. I'm glad you're getting value. Um, <laughs> you want to have it optimized to say, look, I specialize in helping people in this industry get this outcome. And then over time, you also want to continue to position yourself, right? Like publishing a book as a, as a true anchoring piece can be super powerful. So what I want you guys to do as you think about the foundation, like the baseline of your, of your marketing strategy, what is it that, what is it that you need to get done? Like ideally choose like one or two things that you think you want to focus on. And this is in your workbook on the growth plan. Coming down. What's the foundational stuff you need to put in place? Put it in the comments for me. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, 
Back to our, back to our workbook. We, we talked about the foundation. I really want to encourage you guys to think about the big things that, that really, really move the needle for you and focus on those first. And we have what we call the growth system that we found works extremely well um, that we, we share with our seven-figure agency members that kind of drive the engine to keep the funnel full. Um, I'm going to hit it with cliff notes for you guys and to help you guys focus on the key things you want to do, the key things you want to build out. Um, but there's certain things you want to do daily, things you want to do weekly, and things you want to do monthly. Um, daily, you want to be doing some type of cold outreach. So that means getting a list of the prospects in your industry and connecting with them, making offers. Hey, I saw this issue with your website. I've got an idea. Hey, I just published this new piece of information. Would you like to check it out? Hey, can you handle an additional three to five new jobs, right? That's what we want to be doing daily to kind of get raised hands and to, to build authority. Then there's things we want to do weekly, which would be, I call the content engine, which is where we're putting out value-added content on YouTube, on your social profiles, on your email list. Like you're putting out content that the position you as the go-to expert. And then monthly, you want to have anchor content that you roll out. Um, what we found works best. And if you followed me for any, any period of time, you know I'm a big fan of the monthly webinar method, which means once a month, we do a video and we do a webinar. We send out a couple of emails, say, I've got this webinar coming up on this topic, and it's very informational. It's very useful for the industry that you're in. And then we show up and we do the webinar. And then we load it up onto YouTube and we email out the recording. And just doing that one webinar per month creates a lot of momentum and it creates a lot of top of mind awareness which then can fill your funnel, right? And so that's the monthly webinar method. From there, what we want to make sure we have in place is the appointment funnel, right? And there's, a, there's an appointment funnel we, we've got that we can share with you guys, especially if you wind up becoming part of Seven Figure Agency, that walks you through the entire process, right? It's like, okay, somebody can schedule in, they can get the reminders, they can see some value-added content in advance, like testimonials and case studies, and really show up at the highest level possible, um, and then a, on a really tight sales process, right? Where you ask the right questions, you're able to demonstrate value, you're able to ask for the business and close at at least a 35 to 30 to 35% or higher close ratio. Um, and then we've got to retain in order to get to a 97% retention rate. We've got to have a great world-class onboarding process. We've got to have great communication with them where we're meeting with the clients and kind of reviewing the reports. We're showing the value every single month. Um, and then we, we need to have a, an account management strategy where we're not doing that, but we're hiring account managers at a clip of about 20, one new account manager per 25 to 30 accounts and a really tight process for them to get trained up and to really manage that process on an ongoing basis. So that's that's the, the growth system. KPIs, again, right here, it says at least 15 strategy sessions per month. If you're not getting that, you're not doing this to its fullest, right? You should absolutely be more consistent with these activities. Um, we want to be closing at least a ninety set, uh, at least a thirty percent close ratio, and then we want to re be retaining at ninety seven percent or higher. So that's the that's the growth system in a nutshell. Again, we we have incredibly deep training on each of these um, for those of you that are interested in becoming part of the Seven Figure Agency um, Coaching and Mentorship Program. So what I want you guys to do, since this is the planning session for twenty twenty three, what I want you to do is get clear on your big rocks. So to me, that's industry events and associations, huge play. If you're in the niche, which we recommend, whatever niche it is, there are groups and gatherings that are happening 
what are the dates of their live events? Let's put that down now so that you can start to earmark. Okay, I'm going to be at this event. I'm going to be at that event. When it comes to your monthly webinars, the easiest way to do this is to block. What day of the month will you do your webinar? For me personally, it's usually the like Thursday, the second or third Thursday of every month at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And so I just know that's when I'm going to do my monthly webinar. I can organize the promotion and, and the, like setting up the slides and everything in advance to that. So if nothing else, like what are the dates that you're going to do that? And then the monthly podcast usually is a combination of the webinar itself, as well as an interview with either a client, an interview with an expert in the, in the industry, or an interview with somebody doing really well in your niche. So this should be clear. Give me a one in the comments if you're still tracking along with me, like the big rocks we want to like block into our calendar in advance. Excellent. Um, what I want you to do is spend some time on this. What's the day of the month you're going to do a webinar? What's the day of the month you're going to do a podcast? And then if, you know, this might be homework, but go in and research what are the associations and groups within your niche? And um, what are they meeting? Block that out in advance. Plan to be live. The agencies that we work with that have the best results, they don't just live in a vacuum like in their computer and behind the screen. They get out to live events where their prospects are hanging out. They find opportunities to exhibit. They find opportunities to speak and run workshops. And when you do that, that's when you can really position yourself and really get a, a great steam of head going in the industry. Um, so if we could put up a timer, um, Justin, let's do... Let's do three minutes on this, give you guys a chance to get real clear. And I'd love for you guys to put in the comments at least what day of the month you'll be doing your webinars. I think the monthly webinar podcast interviews come in after you close and work with a client for a couple of months, right? Yeah, if you're in a niche, you don't have at least a couple of clients, that's probably overkill. You know, this is assuming you've got some momentum in the, in the niche already. All right. Benjamin's still going to do the last Friday of each month. Matt's going to do the third Thursday. Kathleen's going to do the third Friday. Benjamin, the problem is I have momentum in multiple niches and have no clue which one to pick. Um, choose the one that you like best, that you get the most momentum in, and just choose it. Like Choose it as a hypothetical. Do a couple of webinars, send out a couple of emails, and see if you can get some, some momentum going there. John, great to have you on here, John Nesbeth. Um, every Friday for the last year, crushing it. Yeah, I know you do really great with this. Um, amazing. Okay, good. Fantastic. Okay, so we got the big rocks, right? And really what I want to encourage you guys to do is make sure that you block these into your calendar. Make sure you kind of have these earmarked in advance. And ideally, what you would want to do is think about the year. Think about 2023 and, and by month, figure out which topics you could do webinars on, right? You could do how to get your website ranked, how to get ranked in the Google Maps, running Google, running paid search. You could rotate on certain topics, but you do want it to be unique content that you roll out every month. Um, and so homework here is pull up a spreadsheet like this, put out all of the days, all of the months, the day of the month you're going to do it, the time you're going to do it, and pick out your topics. Right? And one thing we do for our seven-figure agency members is I run these webinars every month. I've got a great inventory of webinars that we run. 
And so I like as one of the benefits of being part of seven figure agency is I give you all of our webinars, the slides, the promo sequence, the Facebook strategy that I use to promote them, uh, recordings of the actual webinar itself. So it can shortcut the process. You've got the topic, you've got the slides, you kind of have the wording that I've used and the actual email sequences I use to promote it. Um, and if you use high level, which I would highly encourage, um, I give you the snapshot. So you're able to pull all that stuff in, hit send, and just have this happen very, very easily for you. Contents and seeing good value. I, I mean, Benjamin's asking if I recommend high level over click funnels. At this point, I use high level and I could talk for, for a while about why, um, but they both work well. They both work well. What I like about high level, it's easy to put sub accounts in and just have this be for all of our clients. So all of our plumbing and HVAC clients we put into high level and we, we can really set up world-class marketing automation for them. So those are the those are the money making things. The other thing I'm going to encourage you to do, if you think about the pebbles, if you, especially if we're thinking about 2023 in advance, um, it's easy to just focus on these are the business events I'm going to run, these are the webinars I'm going to run, um, and miss the 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 family time. And we we said at the beginning here, like the, the idea is not just to make more money; it's to make more money, have more freedom, and have a bigger impact. And so, uh, what I really would encourage you guys to do is carve out some time that you're going to take for family. Like what are the vacations you're going to take this year? Where are you going to go? Um, get that planned in advance. Block that into your calendar. That will create energy for you and create energy for your family. Um, and it will force you to kind of have that extra level of freedom that you're after. And so I just want you to come in here, like how many vacations? You're going to take a vacation every month, a vacation every quarter. You're going to take like one or two for the year. Just get clear on that in advance um, and plan to go in and block those dates into your calendar. Just put vacay in the comments because I want to make sure nobody skips over their vacation time because um, it's easy. As an entrepreneur, you just start pressing forward. You're so focused on the business that, you know, you don't take any time. Amazing. Okay, good. We're going to take our, our vacays. Awesome. Okay. And then the sand, the sand, right? You know, you think about, if you think about, you know, the, the analogy of rocks, you've got big rocks, you've got pebbles, and then you've got sand. The reason we start with the big rocks is because if you don't put your big rocks in, the sand will take over, right? All the little nuance, all the little, you know, interruptions, all of the little client concerns and things that happen throughout the, the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. Um, so we start with our big rocks, then we put in our petals. Um, the next thing we want to do is have our sand. And so it's important that you, you block some of this stuff out as well. Um, and so, like, what are your family events, birthdays? Um, anniversaries, get that stuff figured out in advance. Um, what is the learning and development that you're going to do? Like what seminars, workshops, skills are you looking to develop? Um, I will say if you're not part of Seven Figure Agency and you're thinking about it, I would highly encourage it. I'll, if you guys are open to it here towards the end, I'll talk a little bit about what it is, who it's for, how it works, what's included. Um, but we get together three times per year as a community. Um, and it's all agencies, you know, in their niche, doing high six and seven figures. And we get together for two days in Miami, roll up our sleeves, share best practices, sharpen our saws. And so I've given you the dates for when those events happen. Because um, if you're interested in participating, you should block those dates, uh, March 14th and 15th, July 18th and 19th and November 8th. Vacations, vacations, I think I heard that word, yeah. 
Okay. So that's your, that's your sand. And you know what, if you're going to the high level summit, if you're going to the traffic conversion summit, make sure you block those dates because otherwise it all starts to overlap. And before you know it, you're like, man, I didn't get to that conference or I didn't, you know, get that thing done. Give me one in the comments for clear. Like here's the big rocks. Here's the pebbles. Here's the sand. I see one's coming in. Mia says, if only we're close to Australia. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that is quite a trek. And so what I want to encourage you to do, it, really the best way to do this, is to put this directly into your Google Calendar, right? If you use Google Calendar, go in and open up your, your calendar. Like, so if I were to go in here and block out your stuff, right? Like, so... Let's say you said Fridays every other week is when you're going to do it. You would go in here and you go monthly webinar, right? And then you'd set the you set the frequency to, to monthly and then you set it. Bam. And every Friday or every every monthly Friday, it's going to be blocked out. And then go in and edit those individual calendar dates with the name of the topic. And when you get it blocked in advance, now you've got to do it. Now you've got to have that done. So I, I just want to hear in comments, calendar, if you'll commit to go in and calendarize these key things, you'll calendarize these dates. Because if you don't do it, it ain't going to happen. All right, good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Excellent. So I've got some additional stuff in here, the, the foundational work, the advertising, the things you're going to do daily, weekly, and monthly, some exercises here for you to think about in terms of what you'll take action on. Like, well, you know, are we getting the webinars done? Are we involved in the association? Are we eating our own dog food in terms of our own marketing? Are we doing Google ads for ourselves? Are we running Facebook ads for ourselves? Have we positioned ourselves as the go-to in the industry by publishing a book, by putting out videos? by interviewing people on podcasts and getting interviewed on podcasts. There's an intentional strategy behind all of this stuff. So what will you, what will you implement? And then thinking about 2023, in terms of landing clients, delivering results, retention, and scale, right? Landing clients is only a small piece of the equation, right? As we, as we grow and scale, what are we doing to improve the way we deliver the results and to generate you know, new opportunities in the business that generate like next level results for our clients. Let's get some of that stuff written down. What are we doing to improve our retention? Maybe are we strategic with our gifting? Are we, you know, making sure we're consistent with our monthly review calls? Are we leveraging automation and getting survey feedback? And then as we think about scaling the team, who do we need to hire this year? Like if we hit that goal, are we going to need new account managers? Are we going to need new leadership team like what are the things you're focused on from a from a scale perspective make sure you're clear on that going into the new year hopefully again this is a, a working workshop so hopefully you guys are tracking with me uh give me a one in the comments if you're you're still with me in the workbook you're kind of you're working through this stuff as we as we go amazing right and and you know the fact is you probably need to spend more time on this stuff. Like as we wrap up here and, you know, going forward, keep this open, keep yourselves retention tracking sheet, hold yourself accountable to this, flesh this out, right? You could go an nth degree deeper in terms of how well you flesh this out. Okay. So 
The next exercise I want to do is down here where it says reality roadblocks and results. We've spent some good time today doing something really, really powerful, which is we've set our goals. We've broken them down by month. We've broken them down by quarter. We've got clear on why. We fleshed out a little bit of a plan in terms of how we're going to make that a reality. Um, the fact is, between now and the end of the year, between now and the end of the month, there's going to be roadblocks. And if you can get clear on what those roadblocks are in advance, um, you can get really creative with how to get around them and how to move through them, especially knowing that they're going to come eventually. And so give me a yes in the comments if you're good to dive into this, this thought process. Like, stick with me, guys. Give me a yes in the comments. Okay, good. Reality. On your workbook, I want everyone to pull up this particular tab in your workbook. It's down towards the end. I want you to write the current reality in your business, which at the top is just how many clients I have right now, how much recurring revenue, and like what's the current situation in the business? And once you've got that in, just put reality in the comments. That way I know you guys are tracking around. Annoyance on a job at an agency. Okay. I mean, and that's that may be very, uh, very real, real reality. Kathy says this great workbook. I do this stuff randomly, but it's nice to have it all put together. Excellent. Okay. So ideally, we've got the reality. Next thing I want you to do is the result. So if we're to project forward to the end of the year, which we just did, where are we looking to go? What does the business look like? At the end of 2023, how many clients? How much recurring revenue? What kind of freedom have we created for ourselves? What kind of family adventures have we taken? What's the result? And I'm going to give you guys a little bit more time there. Where are we looking to go? Just put that in. We've talked about where we're at right now. Right now, we're, we're writing down where we're going, what the goal is. And we just spent a lot of time fleshing this out. So it shouldn't be hard to, to fill this in. Where we're looking to go. What's the result by the end of 2023? Type result in the comments once you've got that typed up. Jay's got his result in. Love it. Andrea, result. Got it. Love it. Benjamin, results with a bunch of Zs. Marco, result. Okay. If you need more time, you can keep working on this. But I, I think, you know, just based on the, the comments that are coming in, I, I think that's probably about enough time to get clear on the result. So we know where we are right now. We know where we're looking to go by the end of the year. The, the most important thing is the roadblocks. Like between now and the end of the year, what do you anticipate is going to slow you down? What's going to prevent you from getting there? What's going to get in your way? What's going to stop you from having that outcome? I want you guys to come up with at least three to five bullets here in the, in the roadblocks. Because the clearer you are on the roadblocks, the better you can be at figuring out, okay, how am I going to get around that? How am I going to get through that? How am I going to get the team in place to make that a reality? Aiden's on here. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. 
seven figure agents. So you got me from 18K to 35K in 90 days, from 35K to 50K in 180. Amazing. And what you guys don't know is that Aiden, um, Aiden is in a, in a wheelchair. He's an amazing, amazing human being. Um, Aiden, thanks for being on here, man. Thank you, man. Benjamin, thanks for typing that in. I'm trying to keep the light bulbs on. Bills paid, clients and these. I don't want two businesses simultaneously. All right, give me one in the comments if you've been able to work through the roadblocks section here. You know where you're at. You know where you're looking to go. You know what the roadblocks are. Amazing. Great work. So really, we, we, we've come full circle here. We, we've set the goals. We've set the targets. We've gotten really clear on where we're looking to go and kind of what the roadblocks might be. We've helped you guys kind of put together the plan, the key things you're going to need to do and things you're going to need to put in place. Um, I think an amazing example of this is, is Danny Barrera. Um, you know, Danny is, is one of the members of Seven Figure Agency that came through this process a couple of years ago. And um, he'd grown his agency, maybe like you, Benjamin, about to $23,000 in monthly recurring revenue. Um, and he was like, he was struggling, right? He was struggling to, to kind of continue to make the, the, the moves forward in his business. Um, and he really went all in on this, right? He chose his niche, positioned himself as the expert mapped out his goals and his plan. And he had a very big goal and plan in place, um, hit obstacles, but continue to take action, continue to get, get things done. Um, he's grown, actually, this was 76,000 monthly recurring. Last I checked, he's at $223,000 in monthly recurring revenue. Um, I want you guys to hear from Dan, because I think this brings the whole thought process into, into fruition. So give me one sec while I put this up and uh, give me a yes in the comments if you're good to hear uh, again, some good examples of this playing out in the real world, because um, sometimes we need inspiration, right? We need to know what's possible and what's. I see we've got Danny Barrera with us. I see we've got Danny Barrera with us. I just want to call him out real quick. I just want to call him out real quick. I love to kind of chime in as we go throughout this conversation. Danny, Danny is our Danny is of the year. Our agency of the year. He is a. All right. Sorry, guys. Every time I see you, Danny. All right. Here we go. Let me know if you guys can hear this. I see we've got Danny Barrera with us, uh, and I just want to call him up real quick. I, I'd love to kind of chime you in as we go throughout this cold outreach session. But uh, Danny is our, our agency of the year. He is a, a rock star. Look, looking fitter every time I see you, Danny. Uh, always work in progress. <laughs> always work in progress, Josh. Blessed to be Nice so, Dave, you. tell us a little bit about your your background, or actually start like where you're at in your agency right now. How many clients? How much recurring revenue? What's the state of the union? Yeah, state of the union is uh, we're over 140 clients right now. Um, we're on our way. We're very close to uh, to 2.5 million in annual recurring uh, in annual uh, revenue. So, you know, going back a couple of years um, ago, I actually came across. A Wells Fargo letter the other day, real story. This is a real story. I'm not making this up. I wish I had it here. Kind of make me cry 
thinking about it because uh, 2017, I was at the lowest point of my life. I had tried to do this agency thing myself. I had, uh, you know, just uh, quit uh, a job over at Fox News Channel and then try to figure out this entrepreneurial thing uh, in, in the digital agency world, building websites for clients, doing SEO. And I had some things going and working, but it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't something I could rely on. Like I'd become very good at delivering SEO services, but I could not maintain it. And it ended up, I ended up actually losing it all, sleeping in my car, no joke. And the letter in Wells Fargo said minus $417 and a couple of cents. I'll post a screenshot one of these days. Uh, when I think about that, uh, I showed it to my daughter. Like I was actually laughing at that point in time. Now I get to laugh about it, but it's just like, can you, can you actually have a minus $417? Well, that was my reality back then. And it was around 2018. So fast forward a few months later, like I really went to like a really, uh, my pit, I call it my pit. And that's where, where I decided to work on myself went through divorce, really rough patch. Um, and um, I came across an ad from you, Josh. And, you know, that was God sent to me because I've tried to do it all. You know, uh, there was a point where I um, I went to this firm. They were hiring an SEO specialist. And I talked to the owner and I said, hey, I, I know I can help you guys out. Like I have the skill sets. And he, he just looked at my resume. He looked at me and he's like, uh, you know, it seems like you were doing this agency thing before. Um, why are you here? I said, I, I really need a paycheck. Like I need to pay child support and all that. And he's, he just looked at me. He says, you know, I could hire you. You sound like a good guy, but uh, your heart is going to be out there and your mind is going to be out there. Uh, and I know you and the type of guy that you seem to be, you're a go-getter. So I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to, uh, I can't take you. And after that, it was like God talking to me and saying, you know, dude, go ahead and give this thing a fair shot. And with the right guidance, with the right instructions, like Concrete Marketing Crew did not exist. I had no presence whatsoever. Uh, the name wasn't there. I had a couple of websites. Uh, one was local here in South Florida. Uh, another one was a contractor SEO agency. And I leveraged that to kind of build up some momentum in the niche. And then, uh, and then a few months later, I landed on a niche name, Concrete Marketing Crew. So I literally, literally was one on was on a Wednesday call, and was guided uh, by Jeff Fisher, and, and he told me, "Hey, look, try this niche out and see if it works." And I just decided to go all in, forget about everything else. Nothing was working for me, and um, sure enough, like I, you know, I had worked with a, a guy that did concrete before, so I just took that as my case study, and I just leveraged that. I ranked my website. Uh, for a term that I could talk about. Uh, and I started getting clients. My first one turned into two, into four, into 11, into 20. Uh, and the rest is history. But without the support system, uh, Josh, without having the guidance from you, without being in this environment, like, I don't know if you guys realize how powerful it is to be surrounded by individuals of high caliber. Like this is what you, if you want to get to the next level, you got to get into rooms where you're very uncomfortable with the people that, that are around you. And they make you almost feel like, man, I got to level up. Well, when you're at seven figure agency, I can tell you when you go through the own ramp, you're getting exposed every day, every day, every morning, you get in those emails, you get in so much information. 
Uh, and not for nothing, Josh, like I wish I would have started with the way it is right now. But back th even back then, I got so much out of it, just diving in and having someone in my corner that would be there for me when I had questions. Like even with my logo, with my branding, I did my first expo. I don't know if you remember, like, hey, guys, which what should I do here? Getting that feedback. So if you really think about it, and as I go back, you know, this this was the place like God gave me the opportunity to come in and and you know it, it's really what propelled me. Uh, now I have multiple businesses. I would not be able to fund those businesses without the agency. From minus four hundred and whatever dollars to where it's at right now, I am blessed. Like I'm about to cry just thinking about it. You know, I uh, I wanted to retire my my father and my mother. My father passed away. Uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, with my mother, she doesn't have to go to work anymore. She doesn't have to go to work anymore. Guys, when you get into that position where you're able to bless others around you, there's something, there's a fire inside of you that just lights up where you're no longer, you're not thinking about, hey, I want to get a Beamer. I want to get a Mercedes. I want to get that Land Rover. Forget about that. That's more goals. Think about something bigger than yourself. And uh, for me, that, that's what it was. And it's always been. But I didn't have the vehicle. I didn't have the process. So you asked me where I was, where, you know, where I've been and what my status is. This is my the state of the union for me. So good, you know? man. What, yeah. what an inspiration. Congratulations on, on breaking through those barriers, getting to where you're at today. Um, and, and being such an exceptional person, right? Like at this point now, you've, you've, you, you learned cold outreach, you dialed that in, you grew your agency, you've got the systems in your business so dialed in where you're actually showing other agencies now through the, through the blueprint trainings, exactly how to deliver world-class results in a systematized way. Um, thanks for being on here, man. And thanks for being such a great example of I'm actually excited about this uncertain time for one reason. So I, hopefully, hopefully that's that's great to hear. Like real, real examples of real people, um, kind of per persevering, right, and, and accomplishing great things in their in their agencies. Just like Danny in the comments, if that's if that's like a good, you know, as you start to get inspired and, and motivated for 2023, um, you know, you're, you're going to need people that are rooting you on. You're going to need people that have been down that same path and have hit some of the same obstacles that you have. Amazing. Yeah, man. Absolute fuel. No, no doubt. So we, we've covered a lot. We've covered a lot of ground on today's session. Um, like I told you from the beginning, the, the goal, clear goals and targets for the year. Done. Right, we've got that locked and loaded. You've got your sales retention tracking sheets. You've broken down that by month. You've broken that down by quarter. Um, we set KPIs. We know exactly how many strategy sessions it's going to take to make this a reality. Like you should be super clear. I need X amount of strategy sessions in order to hit my sales targets, in order to grow the business, the goal that I set for 2023. Um, we audit the business model to make sure you get a, a solid model that's built to grow, that's built to scale. Um, and then we we, we talked a little bit about how we're going to plan that out, how we're going to calendarize the activity. Um, hopefully this has been beneficial, right? Hopefully you've gotten great value. If you could on like a scale from one to 10, again, one being eh, and 10 being this was great. This was right on point. It's exactly what I needed today to kind of kickstart myself into 2023. Good, good. Lots of, lots of positive feedback. 
Um, amazing. I I'm super excited. I'm super glad.